mercy. Hallelujah. I thank God for the blood. I thank God for the blood. I thank God for the blood. Hallelujah, Jesus. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's so worthy of our praise. Oh, I love what I feel here tonight. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matt, you feeling okay, buddy? You're looking pretty good. Amen. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Amen. Whoa. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, Deuteronomy chapter 32. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 1 through verse 7. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew. As the small rain upon the tender herbs. And as the shower upon the grass. Because I will publish the name of the Lord. Strive ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. They have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of his children. They are a perverse and crooked generation. Do ye thus requite the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not he thy father that have brought thee? Have he not made thee and established thee? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. As thy father, and he will show thee. Thy elders, and they will tell thee. And I want to minister to you for just a few moments here tonight. You know how those few minutes goes, you know. (laughs) With this thought, remember. Remember, Father, we thank you again tonight, God, for your goodness and your mercy. God, you've been so wonderful and so kind, and I don't have enough words to praise you and to magnify you. God, if I had a thousand tongues and even more, I couldn't give you enough glory and honor and praise. And your word continues to tell me that from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, that your name is to be praised. And I thank you. And I ask you, God, to stay with us. Let your spirit be felt. Let your power, let your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding flow into our hearts. Write your word on our hearts, God, and we will always remember it, though, God, and the things that you've done for us. And 
Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Remember, 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 remember. I could probably go around in the room and ask you all to tell me something you remember. And you, you probably have something immediately, something that you remember, or something about your childhood. You would probably say, yeah, I remember that. Or, you know, if you're like us, some of us getting a little bit older, you, I might say things like disco and you say, yeah, I remember that. Or, <laughs> you know, there's just certain things that you seem to remember. But the book of Deuteronomy, which closed out what some call the Pentateuch or the law, amen, is a book of remembrance. Uh, some call it the second book of the law because Dudo means in the Hebrews, it means second and Romo in the Hebrew means law. So it was actually a second given of the law. So as Moses is the writer and credit with writing this book, uh, he's calling the children of Israel to remembrance uh, just before they are getting ready to pass over into the promised land. And they're at the Jordan there. And all of a sudden, you know, Moses feels of the Lord to bring to remembrance and bring to the remembrance of the children of Israel who they were and how they was in captivity and, and began to bring them out. He's The whole book is about bringing them to remember who they are, who God is, and what God has done for them so that they would have this remembrance in them so they could share it with the next generation that was to come. The key thought in this whole book is the book is found in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12 through 22, and that is that divine requirements of obedience is always to remember. Moses writing in Deuteronomy ten twelve, and now Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, uh, which I command thee this day for thy good. Behold, the heavens and the heavens of heavens uh, is the Lord thy God's, the earth also with all that therein is. Only the Lord have a delight in thy fathers to love them. And he chose these seeds after them, even you above all people, as it is this day. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskins of your heart, uh, and be no more stiff-necked, for the Lord your God the God of gods and the Lord of lords, uh, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regardeth not persons, uh, nor taketh rewards. Uh, he doth execute the judgments of the fatherless and, and the widows, and loveth the stranger, and giveth him food and raiment. Love ye therefore the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Uh, thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave, and swear by his name. He is thy praise and he is thy God and that have done for thee these great and terrible things uh, which thine eyes have seen. The father went down into Egypt with three score and ten persons. In other words, they went down with seventy people and now the Lord thy God has made thee as the stars of heaven in multitude. Somebody said they went down with seventy and came out with over a million. 
So Moses want them to understand, amen, how God had did things for them and, and to not forget who God was. He says he's the God of, of Almighty. He's the God of heaven and earth. Amen. And he's calling us uh, to remember these things because divine obedience uh, always starts uh, with remembrance. Uh, Paul says in Romans 15, 4, that the things which written afore was written for our learning that we, through patience uh, and comfort of the scriptures, uh, might have hope. Uh, Paul says in First Corinthians 10 that the things was written for our examples uh, to the intent that we should not lust after either things. Uh, amen. But that we should obey and follow the word of the God. Uh, Jesus says in John 6, 63, that the words of God are spirit uh, and they are life. Uh, they give us spirit uh, and they bring us life. Amen. So therefore, we should never get to the point of disobedience in our lives because we got too many promises. We got too many examples to show us how to be obedient to the Word of God and to be obedient to God Himself. We can never reach the point of obedience if we don't remember. We have to remember. Amen. Moses says, remember what God has done and what God has commanded you. Paul, writing to the church of the Hebrews in the second chapter, says, therefore, we ought to give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we shall let them slip. For if the words spoken by angels were steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience receive a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord uh, and was confirmed to us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witnesses both with signs uh, and wonders uh, and with divers miracles uh, and the gift of the Holy Ghost uh, according to his own will. Uh, Some says uh, that the book of Hebrews uh, is nothing but another book of faith. Uh, It's all about faith uh, as well because as you look Look into it. If we don't remember, we'll never build our faith. That's why Hebrews 11 is known as the faith chapter. The writer is calling us to remember what had transpired by our forefathers so that we would not forget, so that we could see how they went through their trials, how they went through their circumstances, so that we would have the same kind of faith to take hold of the things of God and to not let it go because we don't want to let, as the writer said, anything slip. We don't want to just push it to the side. We don't want to just be hearers of God's Word. We want to be doers of God's Word so that we can receive the blessings of the Lord and we can make it into the promise. Paul writing to the church in Acts twenty thirty five says, I have showed you all things, uh, how that so laboring you are to support the weak, uh, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, uh, how he says, uh, it is more blessed to give uh, than to the receive. Uh, amen. Notice, uh, 
He said, the Lord says uh, it is more blessed to give uh, than to receive. Uh, not that Pastor Parker said it. He said, the Lord says that uh, that is more blessed to give uh, than to receive. Because Jesus says, without me, you can do nothing. Uh, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word would not pass away. Uh, you who was dead in your trespasses and sins, uh, has he quickened together with him by grace uh, are you saved uh, so the books uh, begin to unfold to cause us to remember uh, if we're going to build our faith uh, and be like Jesus wants us to be uh, then we got to remember the things uh, by faith uh, Abraham offered unto God uh, a more excellent sacrifice than Cain whereby he retained witness uh, that he was righteous uh, God testifying of his gifts uh, and by them he being dead yet speak it by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death because God translated him but before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God for without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him so if I'm going to build my faith. I got to remember. I have to remember the prodigal son when all of his trials and all of being in the hog pen of life. What happened? He remembered. <laughs> he came to himself. He started remembering what was home. He start remembering what his father owned. He start remembering about the servants that was in his father's house. And he says, I'm perishing. He came to himself and he said, this will I do. I will arise and I will go to my father and I will say to my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against thee and I am no longer worthy to be called your son, but make me one of your hired servants. And the Bible says, uh, while he was coming, uh, the father having seen him afar off, uh, and the father ran uh, and embraced him and kissed him, and the son says, I've sinned against heaven and against thee, and I'm no longer worthy to call your your son, uh, and the father says, bring the best robe uh, and put it on him, put shoes on his feet, uh, and put a ring on his hand, uh, and kill the fatted calf, but this my son was lost and he is found he was dead but he's alive again but it all starts with the remembrance and this story is written for your and my remembrance that no matter where we find ourselves in my father's house are many mansions and if it was not so he would have told you in his presence is always fullness of joy and at his right hand there's pleasure forevermore. Everything belongs to him. The heavens is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. For it was founded upon the floods and established upon the heavens of the waters. Amen. Don't forget. Remember, Jesus was telling the story 
in Luke chapter 17. And he's going on. And all of a sudden, he just out of nowhere says, remember Lot's wife. <laughs> Luke 17, 32. Just out. Remember Lot's wife. My goodness. You know, I've searched scripture. I've looked all through the place. I don't see her name. I don't know what her name was. I don't know if she was a Sodomite, a Gorite, or Israelite. I don't have any of that through the scriptures. And Jesus just says, remember. <laughs> he says, just remember Lot's wife. Because back in Luke, in Genesis 19, verse 17 to 26, see, you find when God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, the angel told Lot uh, to take your family and get to the mountain. Get out of here because God is going to destroy it. And the command was, do not look back. Amen. They had a command to not look back. But as the fire and the brimstone start falling, she looked back as she became a pillar of salt. We need to remember God has commanded us to get higher in Him. He has already commanded us to get to the mountain because He already know that He's going to destroy this world. Peter says in the last day there shall come scoffers walking. Say, where is the promise of the coming of the Lord? For all things continue as they were. He says, but this, they are ignorant of this thing. He says, because the heavens then and were is gone. He says, but the heavens which are now are reserved for fire and brimstone. He says, seeing you're looking for such things, you should be ready to go. In other words, you have enough remembrance of what God has already promised and what God did in Sodom Gomorrah and you should not miss the flight out of here. When that 747 heading for heaven to get out of here, you should have a seat in first class. Said, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels are beckoning me from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Don't miss the rapture. You shouldn't miss it. You've got too much warning. So Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. This world's going to be destroyed. So don't put your stakes down here. I don't want your tent to burn up. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord told the church in Ephesus, <clears throat> Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, unto the angel of the church at Ephesus write, These things saith he that hold the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have 
somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto you quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place except you repent. Notice what God says. He says, remember, remember where you've fallen. Remember when you stopped loving me. Remember when I stopped being number one. Remember when my word, you didn't love it like you used to love it. He says, remember where you decide to walk away and not continue to hang out with me. He says, remember when you decided that you did no longer need me. He says, remember when you walked away and you tried to fix your own problems by yourself when you knew I could do and I could fix and I can make all things new. He says, remember when you start trusting in man instead of trusting in me. He says, remember when you walked away and you left your prayer life and you're reading your word and obeying my word. He says, remember when you decide not to obey the leadership that I put over you. He says, remember where you were when you decided my grace was no longer efficient for you. He says, remember and repent. Remember. <laughs> Jeremiah, right in, his, in the book of Lamentations, he's lamenting over Israel in the third chapter of Lamentations, verse 19 through 22. He says, remember my afflictions and my misery and the wormwood and the gall. You know, every time I read, I read and I hear that word wormwood. You know, back in the days, you used to have this cartoon script in the in the paper. It was called Kevin and Hobbs. And you know what Kevin's teacher's name was? Miss Wormwood. <laughs> and she must have been bitter because Kevin couldn't handle her, man. <laughs> so he said, remembering mine afflictions and my misery, the wormwood and my gall. He says, my soul have them still in remembrance and is humbling in me. And this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercy that we're not consumed because his compassions fail not. Excuse me. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. <laughs> Notice. He says, I'm going through things, but I still got hope. It's the Lord's mercy. Man, 365 days, Chet. It's been the Lord's mercy that I'm not consumed. The writer says, Lord, if you were to judge iniquity, who could stand? But there's forgiveness with you so that you would be feared or reverence. If God would know what he knows he should do, and if he didn't have mercy and grace, none of us would be here. He'd have wiped us out a long time ago. But Jeremiah says, I've got hope. It is of the Lord's mercy that we're not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They're new every morning. That's why Moses would write to the children in Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart 
and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. And thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them as a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be frontless between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thine house, and on thy gate. And it shall be, when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land, which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not, and houses full of good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from out of the house of bondage thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shall swear by his name. He says boys when it's all going good he says don't you forget God you need to bring it to remembrance where you were and how God has brought you out. Deuteronomy 7 6 for thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God the Lord thy God has chosen in thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all people, but because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeemed you out of the house of bondsmen from the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generation and repay them that hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hate him. He will repay him to his face. Thou shall therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. Wherefore it shall come to pass if you hearken to these judgments and keep and do them that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant of the mercy which he swore unto thy fathers and he will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee He will also bless the fruit of thy womb, and the fruit of thy land, thy corn, and thy wine, and thine oil, and the increase of thy kind, and the flock of thy sheep, and the land which he swore unto the fathers to give thee. He says, remember, just remember, you was the fewest, but God loved you. Sometimes it might feel like it's only you and your family serving.
worshiping God. Sometimes it might feel that you're all alone, but realize God loved you. That's why you're here. That's why he brought you out of darkness and to his marvelous light. Remember who God is. Remember what God has done. And remember what God will do. Moses said, Jeremiah goes on in the 29th chapter and the 11th through the 14th verse. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all nations and from all the places whether I have driven you, saith the Lord, and I will bring you again unto the place which I call you to be carried away captive. God says, you just keep going right, and I'll bring you home. (laughs) I'm going to prepare a place for you. Remember, he's going to prepare a place for you. He's coming back. It takes a while to build 1,500 miles square and high. Because <laughs> you guys always stand up and testify, I hope my mansion has this and this and this and this and this in it. <laughs> but God got to work those details out. And you think of all the people that are serving God wants their mansion a special way. It could take a while to get it done, right? I'm just being facetious. But think about it. We've got a promise. He knows the thoughts he thinks towards us. He's coming back to take us to a better place. Amen. I don't know what God has planned for 2020. But as Joshua told the children of Israel, when he got the leadership rings, and just before they was getting ready to cross across the Jordan River, he says, listen, he says, sanctify yourselves. He says, because you haven't passed this way before. We ain't none of us gone to 2020 before. We heard about it. Man, ever since I was a kid, I heard about 2020. And here it is. You know, I don't know what God has planned. But notice what Joshua told the people. He says, keep your eyes on the ark. You just keep your eyes on the ark. In other words, keep your eyes on Jesus. (laughs) Because you haven't passed this way before. And as long as you keep your eyes on him, he goes before you. And he will make the way straight. He's, he knows where he's going. He knows where he's leading us. He knows where he's carrying us. And so we have to keep our eyes on the ark. And this is why Solomon would write in Ecclesiastes 12, 13 and 14. Well, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Amen. 
So the duty is to what? <laughs> Fear God and keep his commandments. Keep your eye on the ark. <laughs> and you're going to be okay. Remember these things. Remember. Remember. Amen. Remember. Fear God and keep his commandments. And everything is going to be all right. When I look back over my life and think things over, I can truly say I've been blessed. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we magnify you. God, we exalt you right now, Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove. God, I remember your goodness, oh God. God, I remember all the great things and all the good things you have done for me, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, how you have provided, oh God. God, all my misery and all the things I've gone through, God, is your mercy. God, your word tells me there is no condemnation to them who are in Christ. I thank you, Lord God, again today, Lord, for your blessings, oh God. Search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there is wicked in me, oh God, and lead me in the way everlasting. Oh God, let the words of my mouth and let the meditation of my heart, oh God, be acceptable in thy sight, oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, oh God. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in your house, oh God, because you are the true vine. Your father is the husband. You said every branch in you that bear not fruit, it taketh away. And every branch that bear fruit, you purge it that it can bring forth more fruit. You say we're cleansed by the word that we've spoken to us. So, God, you tell us to abide in you and your word in us. As the branch cannot bear fruit without the vine, oh, God. No more can we except we abide in you, Jesus. Because without you, we can do nothing, oh, God. Oh, God, call our remembrance, oh, God. Call our remembrance, O oh God. Refresh us, O oh God, again. Let us see clearly, God. Perfect our vision that we can see clearly what you have done this year, God. And the years past, O oh God, and where you brought us from and where you've taken us and the things you've done for our lives, O oh God, over afresh and anew, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, again today, God. I thank you for your kindness, O oh God. Your hand has been with us, O oh God. You've given us beautiful ashes, oh God. You've given us all of joyful mourning. You've given us the, the garments of praise for the spirits of heaviness, God, that we might be called trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord, that you might be glorified, oh God. Hallelujah, God, you tell me to, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy and do it forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods for your mercy and do it forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for your mercy and do it forever. Who by his wisdom have created the heavens uh, for his mercy and do it forever and scratched out the heavens upon the floods because his mercy and do it forever. Who makes great lights uh, for his mercy and do it forever. The sun rude the day for his mercy and do it forever, the moon and stars to rule the night for his mercy and do it forever with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm because your mercy and do it forever, God, who smoke Egypt in their firstborn for your mercy and do it forever and let Israel from among them because your mercy and do it forever, O God, who divided the Red Sea in part because your mercy and do it forever, who overthrew Pharaoh and his hosts in the Red Sea because his mercy and do it forever, who 
led his people in the wilderness for his mercy and do it forever. Who smote great kings for his mercy and do it forever. Shehan, king of the Amorites, uh, for his mercy and do it forever. Bashan, king uh, Bashan, O God, for his mercy and do it forever. And gave their land for heritage, O God, for your mercy and do it forever. Herod to Israel is chosen for your mercy and do it forever. Who remembers us in our Lord's estate because your mercy and do it forever. Who gives food to all flesh because your mercy and do it forever. Who deliver us from our enemies because your mercy and do it forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven for his mercy. It's of his mercy that we're not consumed. His compassions fail not. They're new. Every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. You're worthy. 